You are listening to The Right Collective, the music industry podcast that gives listeners an insight into how the music industry works through interviews with professionals, artists, and friends. Welcome back to The Right Collective with me, Joe Dallison. On this episode, I'm joined by singer-songwriter James Collins. Welcome. Hey man, how's it going? Before we start, you know, getting into the, the deep conversation the deep questions i just want to say huge congratulations on <laughs> you know i think you're almost 100 streams away from 29,000 streams on one more chance so. yeah it's, it's and the, cool. the ep is amazing anyone who hasn't listened to it yet we're going to chat a bit more about it now but there's seven tracks on there it's called room you can find it on spotify on is it on apple music it's on everything it's oh on, cool yeah just perfect. put it on youtube as well oh, and soundcloud yeah, yeah. thanks but for anyone that doesn't doesn't know you uh your music or you personally how would you describe it to them ah uh it's a bit of a weird one um a couple of people have sort of said this recently where it's like oh uh, just describe your music and i literally have no idea the 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 only way that i can kind of sort of describe it or best describe it myself uh was that i'd kind of written some songs uh probably about a year and a half two years ago um and i completely sort of approached the arrangement um, in a completely different way to just sort of putting out acoustic tracks. Um, so it's sort of vocal-led um, stuff with, uh, yeah, I suppose just acoustic uh, guitar, uh, electric guitar, and, and just sort of building arrangement in around those core elements and, 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 and around the songs. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Um, so, you, as I mentioned earlier, you just released Room, but and you you just mentioned that you'd had these songs sitting on or you'd been releasing just acoustic songs Mm -hmm. what was the driving force behind you wanting to put together a whole ep like room yeah uh, it was a weird one um like i i I sort of had i had yeah i had these songs I, i started performing live um and uh, I just had like the odd open mic um, and performance and that sort of thing, and it was it was sick. Like like I loved playing the songs live, um, but it just felt a bit cheap to put them out acoustically. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the the past sort of two years, I've been discovering so much music, and I, I sort of put it upon myself to sort of open my mind up to, to so much more, which was what sort of the Instagram sort of turned into, which was just an accumulation of of everything that sort of went to, into it, and. Um, what was mad about that was all the projects that I've been listening to were just completely different to that. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, just straight acoustic tracks. It was, it was so much more. It was the journey. Yeah. What, what I found between all the projects and all the artists that I was listening to was it was the journey from writing the track on say a piano or a Rhodes or a, a guitar or something to that final product. So it was like, what I wanted to do was just completely reapproach because because I I, I kind of lost interest in the songs um, in the sense that I just kept performing them and it was like I was I wasn't performing with a reason mm-hmm. and it was just like oh I was I was given opportunities but I was just sort of using them as just gigs and I was using the same set list and everything else that came with it so what sort of the rearrangement did for me was it just gave sort of like a brand new perspective on on the songs that I'd written and it got me like so much more interested in it because. Yeah, great, and sort of like the conceptual element around Room uh, was was probably one of the, like the best parts um, in terms of sort of like the rearrangements and stuff. I, I at the time I was living at home, um, and I, they're all just self-produced stuff that I was constructing within a room. Uh, which <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, and and you know that that so that whole idea of um, like the, the, 
for me, Room sort of, what I wanted to do was capture that that moment where I had sort of like opened my mind to, to all of these influences and sort of solidify it in, in a moment and capture that within a space. And that's sort of where the concept of Room came from. It was the idea of from the beginning to end, it was solidifying a moment in time more than anything else. When I look at Blonde, like we were talking about earlier, um, I look at Born and Raised uh, from John Mayer, and you, you look at these these albums that basically just sort of solidify a moment in time in that artist's life. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of wanted to, to to approach it on, and and what I found was that with all the songs, despite sort of the fact that they were just acoustic ones, and I kind of lost the interest in them. It was it solidified that moment in time for me. I'd wrote them all sort of within within the space of time, and sort of like with everything that was going on at that moment. So, you know. The, the concept sort of was just surrounding that. It was the idea of just solidifying that moment in time that I could sort of like create this project that you sort of entered and left mm-hmm. and nothing yet really changed, but you just experienced that in, in, in that sort of way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. And, and you know, it, it, it was like a breath of fresh air to, to sort of the songs and, and sort of gave sort of completely different perspectives, yeah, to, to the music, which which was great. That, I think that definitely comes through in the the whole, how it's put together, where you have, you know, you walking into the room, mm-hmm. you're opening the piano up. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't see it, but you can sort of imagine it if you just sit there and listen to them. Like, what I did when I first listened to it was, I was literally laying in bed. Our mate Axel, who was just mm-hmm. on the podcast, mm-hmm. said, you need to listen to this. So I put it on and I was like, I just sat there or lay there on my bed and I was like, okay, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> and it's seven it's seven uh, songs. So in the grand scheme of things, not that many, but no. it does feel like it's a lot more because they just all intertwine and stuff. And, you know, albums like that, just, I love them so much. Like Bon Iver does it a lot sure, and, sure. you know, yeah. It's just, it's just really cool. I don't know. <laughs> my, my words <laughs> can't. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like it's. It was that thing. Like, like I think one of the best things, one of the best sort of moments that I had uh, with it was uh, I went to it was Newman Studios. Um, shout out to Max Smith. Uh, he recorded the the pianos, uh, which was amazing. And um, I'd sort of sent him the sort of rough draft of of, of sort of what. The, sort of, of of the interludes and the songs sort of like basically the, the way I constructed it was the interludes were recorded separately anyway so it was just about sort of adapting the tracks to the interludes which was really cool mm-hmm. um, so you know there were early demos of the songs but the construct of, of the EP was there or the project was there so um, what he said which was amazing was like he just had this image in his head of sort of a place he imagined a room like like which is fucking crazy An actual um, room, right yeah. <laughs> and he was like he he sort of came up with this, this image of it, it was similar to he sort of said to them to Bonnevere's first album forever forever ago oh yeah, yeah um and he said it was kind of like it gave sort of like this he he imagined this warm room um and there was just a single desk um and a chair and it overlooked this window uh, that sort of looked out on like this sort of like winter scene yeah. and that was like completely different to, to the sort of thing that i was thinking in my head yeah. and, and i thought that was like that was, that was fucking crazy like <laughs> the, the fact that the fact that the sounds that i'd created within this space that i had um and was making this music was was mad and like the effect that that could have on completely different people it, it sort of added that another layer to it where it was like people can sort of have like almost this really personal experience yeah with something that i just sort of created yeah in, i definitely i definitely feel that like when i listened to it i was picturing like i don't know 
just a student's bedroom and yeah. someone's sitting there writing <laughs> and then suddenly it becomes like a production studio where sure. it's 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 a it's a cool thing to be able to do and you know listening to you speak about it then it's i don't feel like it's something you intend intentionally for did sure. but no, it no, actually sure, happened subconsciously sure. which is even cooler because it's, it's it's one of those things like um sundown itself like I went through this this thing. Um, it was weird. Like Tyler Creator uh, put on his stories, uh, his Instagram stories. He went through a phase of it where, like, every day he would like video the sunset, mm-hmm. and every day it would be a caption like, "We get this shit every day," and, and all that. And it was like <laughs> it was it was just that whole like appreciation post type thing. And um, it was mad. I then, I then got obsessed with um, sunsets because the the room that I was creating it all in had like this insane view, um, sort of overlooking, sort of looking out on the sunsets, which was mad. So with Sundown and stuff like that, it was, the idea was sort of originally uh, with Sundown was to encapsulate sort of uh, a time, a feeling, a feeling of, of of a sunset, if that makes sense, of the warmth yeah. of experience in that moment. And it was like, um, I think in so many pictures of like, just the sun like hitting my walls and shit like that, just random, random shit. but cool stuff that like for me that was that was almost the room that I was trying to make and it was like it's it's crazy to sort of see that sort of my my intention of, of creating the space yeah. is completely different to other people's and they can just take that just through sound yeah. like I was kind of being as intentional as possible but through that has left it completely open Comple- for other yeah. people to, to interpret themselves which is it's so cool yeah yeah (laughs) it's It's, insane it's a strange thing but also a very cool thing at the same time in terms of musically um you mentioned that i say you mentioned a lot i really need to stop (laughs) that actually but you said earlier that um you had some songs written were all of the songs on the ep already written or did you write some specifically to fill in gaps or whatever a bit closer to the time of yeah so one more chance was one of the first songs I ever wrote, which is which is mad. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of the center point of of the whole project. Like I wanted to, I wanted to put one more chance out. Um, simply because with every gig I'd perform, sort sort of starting from my first uh, my first open mic and stuff, one more chance was the one that I was sort of pushing for every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of build covers in and around that. So that was the pinnacle of 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 the project. Um. Sundown was sort of written at the same time as was Self Divide. Uh, the sort of second, it's weird with, with Self Divide. There was actually supposed to be a longer interlude, which is really cool, mm-hmm. uh, beforehand, which uh, basically started uh, with it was a video from uh, Frank Ocean Stumbler, and um, it was a song that he was mucking around with. It's called uh, Summer Remains. You can find it on like uh, that fandom thing. The the uh, uh, unreleased miscellaneous uh-huh. they've got it on there it was like this this literally this tumblr video and I, I for some reason like uh i'd um i mucked with the chord sequence uh, i love the chord sequence it was literally just modal interchange was so simple um but i loved it at the time and um he the first line of his sort of thing was uh, my right hand's the god my left hand's holding the jewels um and i don't know why but for some reason like i I went off and i kind of was was thinking about it and i thought it was my right hand's to god my left hand's holding the truth and it was this whole idea of that sort of self-divide that that internal torment of there's sort of two ways of doing this and the interlude actually featured that and then i thought i'd probably get in trouble if i put it (laughs) yeah you might get (laughs) if i put it out right (laughs) yeah yeah you might get copyright strike so so i I chucked um i just chucked a demo of me sort of recording it in the same setting um which 
yeah like, like i haven't published anywhere or anything but it was like it, it encapsulated for me it, it captured that and my idea with with self-divide was i wanted to show a journey of the progression of a concept um with self-divide that that internal torment and what it does which i really like is in the interlude what i like it's fucking <laughs> self-credit <laughs> um but but i in the interlude you've got like this this early demo type thing style thing which which obviously we know the origins of and then it comes to sort of self-divide that was written at the time the same as, as sundown and and one more chance in that and then the second part to to where yeah once again there's a, there's a um motor interchange is that was just written after and it was i, I basically wanted to the, the moment I, I decided I didn't want drums on the project, I then really started thinking about rhythm and ways that I could put rhythm in um, sort of through lyrics, which was kind of cool. So mm -hmm. I wrote a sonnet. <laughs> I was like, like I was I was looking for, for things that I could do yeah. that, that um, sort, of, sort of ways of writing that, that incited uh, rhythm. And, and yeah, I wrote a sonnet, which turned out to be that all that I have ain't all that's given all that. Yeah. And it was great because what it does is it, it, you've got this early demo, you've then got the time of writing, you've then got the concept in a completely different context within my life at that time and then it comes back to the time of writing yeah and yeah it, it was cool it was cool um so yeah it was it was like like self-divide was was progressive over the course of the 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 production and then uh going on alone yeah was the last track which um i'm glad it, it got, i kind of put it at the end um it's yeah well i think having that track at the end just sort of soothes you because you got yes. one more chance which is like whoa and then it just ooh, just leaves you hanging yeah. a little bit and you know you you want more after that well i think it's time to hear some music yeah for so sure. this is i think the third track of the ep uh, sundown or fourth second, third or fourth second, second. yeah on, yeah jesus i'm such a fan <laughs> <laughs> so this is sundown james collins from the ep room there you go I'll be there through it all 
so I can give you a back with James Collins here on the Right Collective. So you mentioned that this overall EP is like a sort of like a package or an experience mm. and I know you've just done some visuals sure. and you've named it literally the experience. Yeah, yeah. Was bringing the visual side of it and you also mentioned um I said it again. You also <laughs> me- you also um said earlier that you did um a load of work on Instagram and mood mm-hmm. boards and stuff mm-hmm. like that and um was that to create an even more immersive experience or was it just for you to be more creative in terms of your process yeah I, I think what um my most important thing uh in sort of approaching all of that was that I treated each thing as it as its own sort of entity uh-huh. um so it was cool with the Instagram um basically the idea was literally to just showcase all of my influences literally like on my sleep kind of thing um and what it was, it was um, Mike Manali uh, had nice. shown me, uh, there was this video of, uh, it was the trailer to Breathless, which was really cool. And what it was, was that um, it literally showed um, little clips from the film. And then it said, sort of like, it basically, it named all the things that people enjoyed in film. But it named so broad, like it was like, it was like the good girl. And then it was like violence yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And, and what I, really liked about that was was it described the film by the by the end of the trailer you knew nothing about the film but you wanted to go and see it because you knew everything about the film Uh and it was like um what i wanted to showcase was i'd sort of had like a collection of photos and stuff from writing trips that sort of i'd done over over the course of of sort of the year a year and a half of making and um i originally sort of had uh it was like settings so what i wanted to do was take those photos as a backdrop um, of all the photos that I'd sort of like collected of, of books and, and of posters and stuff like that. And then uh, I met with Rob Blackham, the guy that did the um, all the visuals and, and he's been incredible to work with. And he basically, I, I showed him Boys Don't Cry. Um, at the time I only had a PDF. I now have a physical, as we were saying earlier, <laughs> which I'm so excited about. But um, yeah, was, we, had, we had a PDF and it was, it was great. It, like Wolfgang Tillmans shot the the cover of Blonde and um, that was the first exhibition I went to at the Tate and what I loved about the exhibition was that there were like these tables and there were just photos everywhere and, and you can see that in Blonde as well where it's almost sort of bricolage stuff where there's just photos that just encapsulate like a trip or something yeah. which is great and what Rob was saying was it was too clean before um, and we we had the shoot on the, the 12th of December and we shot it, um, yeah, the back staircase at ACM and there was that board at the back. Um, and I was like, it'd be really cool to to use that as, as, as a backdrop and everything that came with it. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, it was like, 
that could now be a thing. I could make that a thing. So I bought a board. It was about 18 foot. It was massive. Yeah. And I just had it literally sprawled out in, in the room <laughs> at home uh, for like for like a week. And like over Christmas, it took me like eight days to, to shoot the final the final sort of bricolage that, that that turned into the Instagram campaign. Yeah. And it was like, all I wanted to do was just showcase everything. So it was literally just to lay everything out. And, you know, that's a combination of like 18 to 20 photos that were all just blended into one. Um, and like, I'm so proud of that one photo. And it's mad to think that, yeah. you know, that, you know, I, I just wanted to, to, to be intentional with, with um, my social media. So yeah, to start, kind of bring it back with, with the video, the idea was was to create an intimate space to, to bring people into a space that that we could create that the music could once again exist within and it was it was great i, I watched this video uh by a channel called uh la blogothique Love i it. think that's how you name like, yeah, yeah, it yeah yeah is that, kill us. are you gonna say um <laughs> with bon Iver? Uh, yeah, so that was one of them, and the one that really captured it was Alicia Keys. Uh -huh. So at the time, Alicia Keys um, was just bringing out her album Here, and the whole idea of Here was was it was stripped Alicia, like it was just her. She was coming out, she was completely natural, like no makeup, just completely raw, and it was incredible and it's such a great album. And what happened with that as well was was with the video, it's it it, it was like an emulation of that. You know, there was. Alicia was was she she looks incredible in it and like just no makeup which is completely natural and it's just her a Rhodes a double bassist and her vocals and just the crowd in and around her and what I wanted to do was just encapsulate that again in a video mm -hmm. and yeah that that was kind of like the, the the sort of initial idea of it and the whole sort of concept of the album sort of fed into that where um, with the social campaign and we had all the books in the middle um, and stuff like that and it was just it was just the idea of taking the Instagram and taking the project and putting it all into one space so people could literally come in and for 40 minutes 40 50 minutes just just listen to all of the music that comes through I could sort mm -hmm. of talk about the exploration of the songs and sort of how they turn into what they were and and they would leave at the end of it and it's almost like it's it's yeah it's a continuation of that experience the idea of of coming and experiencing something and, and going away again, which was which was really cool. So yeah, like like treating it as its own part was great because it it meant that I was almost making mood boards <laughs> for like for the for social media, yeah. then for the <laughs> then for the video, and then for you know the album itself and and stuff like that. And it was yeah, it was cool. Like yeah, I I think by by focusing on intention, like like my mantra for like this whole project has been like intention, mm -hmm. making sure that everything that I did had a reason for it, reason behind it, um, because every form of output was was feeding into that idea. You know, this was this was my first project. People yeah. are probably going to base virtually everything that you know if if they're sort of following from from now. This is what people are going to be focusing on the most. So so it had to be, it had to feed into to the a sort of creation of of the idea that I wanted to create, which was which was cool. A lot of artists nowadays, artists and managers nowadays spend a lot of money and a lot of time trying to take out old content from mm. like off streaming sites and Instagram and stuff. So I think it's really good that you've, the first thing you've done is amazing. Yeah, and you in, you intentionally, as you said, intentionally tried to make it amazing and it, it did end up that way. You mentioned, oh, I did it again. Ah. <laughs> Wolfgang Tillman, you mentioned yes. earlier. I I think I went to see that exhibition. Yeah. Was it the one where it, he had a room and you sat in there and listened to music? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, know yeah, the yeah, big yeah, yeah. the big negative prints, like mm -hmm. the yellow. That mm -hmm. is 
no joke, I'm not just saying this because you know you're here, but I instantly when I saw that image of you sitting in that chair with the um plywood mm, mm, plywood mm. or chipboard or whatever it is behind you, that is instantly why Massive. imagine it was it was it's just strange it gave me goosebumps just when you were talking about it um what what do you think was the biggest challenge that you encountered when writing the ep or an individual song mm-hmm. or you know i think i think it was difficult where where everything it, it was weird like like the music almost m- took like a backseat which mm-hmm. was which was weird um you know it got to a point where i i would say like like the creation of the songs and stuff um, that was just like an evolving process. It it it, it could have been done in about a month, <laughs> sort yeah. of everything, sort of visuals wide. But I gave myself enough time as possible um, to be able to explore those ideas, and and that's sort of why the Instagram looks how it does, and and everything else that came with it. It, it just comes down to time. Like time has been my biggest asset with it. Um, but I'd say, you know, there were moments where it, it was sort of, I would say, in in sort of terms of it being difficult it would have come down to the fact of like my ability to actually focus time on particular things like the music for me was was obviously it's the integral part of it but it was an aspect of the whole the whole thing so i almost wanted to get that out of the way as quick as possible as mm-hmm. soon as i was happy with the project and and how it sounded and everything else like that was fine i didn't record the vocals uh, i i did that with um, a really good friend of mine chris vella and um I didn't record them until till sort of like early December and remember when it came out on the 18th of January. Like that was one of the last things we did. Um, so all the things sort of came in and sort of fell in line. But I would say, you know, if I was doing it again, it would, I, I would, I'm all about delegating time. If I can delegate time to something, the end product is going to be so much more specific and so much better and, and sort of concentrated to, to, to what it is. So if I could delegate time to that, like, like I would say, yeah, definitely the, the music, once that was out of the way, definitely gave me so much headspace to be able to focus on everything else yeah um but yeah in terms of like difficulty and stuff like it was all self-produced which is mad like when i think about it because i'm definitely i wouldn't call myself a producer like whatsoever you can now Uh, but but do you know what i mean it's like it's like it's production isn't like my my thing but i could sort of record myself at, at home kind of thing and 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 that was that was what was mad um so i'd say like there's there's projects that i'm listening to at the moment um, albums a guy called uh, No One More, um, really similar to Bon Iver, um, through sort of like the Bon Iver, Bon Iver album and stuff like that. And there's like so much clarity within the recording and stuff like that. And I would say Room was great because there's so many like inequalities, there's so many things that, that could be so much better, but it almost gives it character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, if I'm sort of where I'm looking sort of to, to sort of further recorded music and stuff like that, that's sort of what I want to capture that that audio production that that clarity yeah um and I'd say like you know it was difficult to begin with when when I was like blank logic project like <laughs> not having an idea of what I was doing but it, it was one of those things like it was the Instagram was the first time I used Photoshop stuff like that so I suppose difficulty in in that in that sense yeah yeah but I gave myself enough time to to be able to learn it and and be able to yeah really sort of push push for, for, for how it came out which was which was cool do you think that that comes back to the whole idea of you just trying to capture a con uh, a, a space in time and you know if you had a little bit more time to do the music as you said you you got it out the way and then you could free up your head head to do other stuff mm. but do you think if you had more time to do the music you'd tinker with it too much and it would lose that value i think so i think so like like that's what's nice about it as well for for me it, it 
it holds a moment in time where of where I was as sort of like doing everything on my own. Yeah, that in itself is 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 a crazy sort of counterpart that that, that came with the project as well, and and you know with the self release and everything as well, that that whole idea of just doing it all yourself um, is something great. And I know that I like if I'd have put out something that was sort of recorded by someone else and that that sort of thing, and it that that's amazing, but it just holds so much more because I was able to literally create like a 25 minute thing. Yeah. Um, that was all done literally at a room in my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The room. You know, that, and that's the thing is, 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 you know, yeah, it's, it's that, that's sort of crazy. And, yeah. and that, that still, um, I find it weird. I still find it weird. <laughs> is it strange knowing that almost 29,000 people have listened to that one song? Yeah. Or probably more yeah. for the whole hour. That's it. It's, um, I think we hit 30k on the whole the whole project, which is mad. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's insane. Um, well, that's twenty nine thousand at the time of this recording, so I'm assuming it's gonna. Or I might just listen to a hundred times. That's it, maybe. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, like like that's crazy. It it's yeah, and it's weird. Well, for me to think that most of those individual people will have a different concept of for sure, as we for said sure, earlier. for sure, and that's it. And and you know, one more chance has been has been the one that, that trumps the rest of the tracks um, in terms of, sort of its popularity and everything that came with it. But you know, the idea that that people can sort of sit through a five and a half minute track like it's long, like yeah. but that's a five and a half minute track, and and to be, well, I, I I have no idea how people have been consuming it, but the idea that people can literally sort of like come through that sort of journey of the song, um, yeah, that that blows my mind. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's it's crazy. It's definitely a major focal point of the the album, the EP, for sure. For sure. And I'm, as I said earlier, I'm glad there's a song after it because you're like buzzing <laughs> from it, and then you're like, okay, I need to calm down now. <laughs> for sure. And and like and yeah, we're going on alone. It was like what I wanted to do was create like this this the epitome the 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 loudest in the album the 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 fullest of the sound yeah um but to then sort of drop it at the end um and just bring it back to to that idea of of the space in and around it yeah you 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 your ears are full of music and then you're back into that space you're back into that room again um and sort of that's that's how you're left which is which is cool well, one more chance is going to be the song that plays us out, and I'm I'm so glad that we can have that on here on the Right Collective. But obviously, it's a love song in some sort of way. Sure. But is there because from listening to it, there's lo- again a load of different meanings you can mm-hmm. pick up from it individually. Mm-hmm. Is that something you did intentionally, or is it just you had a specific idea and it just happened to come out like that again? I, to be honest, like I know it sounds awful. Like I wrote it so long ago. Um, I genuinely can't remember. I genuinely like like it's <laughs> that's cool though. Yeah, like like the thing is like what someone asked me about like my approach to songwriting the other day, um, and it was the weirdest thing because I have no idea, and, yeah. and it was literally like I I gave the example of self divide where I was like it's a concept and then I sort of write around a concept. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much as as far as it goes. Um, but for me, like with one more chance. Um, you know, you hear it on its own as, as an acoustic track and like immediately, you know, you would recognize it as just a standard singer-songwriter acoustic track. And that was what I wanted to take it away from in the arrangement. And yeah, I, I think I think at the time of writing, like I was listening to a lot of singer-songwriters. Um, it was the time of sort of like that that movement, that wave of, of James Bay's, Jack Garrett's yeah. and that sort of thing. And, and you, you couldn't really escape that. And I think... Yeah, like like because I was surrounding myself with with that type of music, that's that was just 
an immediate the sort of choice for me. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it kind of has relevance um, to sort of where I was at the time and everything. But to be honest, it was more just the idea of, of getting 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 lyrics down on paper, getting that idea and that concept, and and writing a song that could exist within sort of that that movement. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, like like it was crazy. But also stand out because you know obviously there's, there's electronic sounds in there, sure. and there's no sure. drums. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that not immediately. But it took me a couple listens to mm-hmm. that. There's no drums, and like you did a gig last week it would be three weeks from when this is released sure. yeah. and i was like where's the drummer and then i <laughs> went back and listened to the original recordings and i was like oh there is none yeah yeah and 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 that was like that was something um that blew my mind like uh blonde has virtually no drums on it mm. that that was where that came from and i was like that's so that's so fucking cool the fact that like Blonde was one of the biggest albums of 2016. It's, it's been one of the, the, the biggest albums that I've listened to that, that sort of affected me. Um, affected me, not affected me. Um, affected me. And yeah, I, I think I, it took me so long to realize that. Yeah. And, and it was crazy because I then started sort of looking at it from that perspective and there were just elements in it that added added dynamic. You know, in, in, with One More Chance, that was, that was all the acoustic poses as. Mm-hmm. Because when I was playing it live, it was energetic. Whereas when I was just recording, uh, it was James Abbott on electric guitar, and we just had that recording. You know, it was it was it wasn't dull, but it was like it was slow. It felt slow, and it was like, what do I need to to sort of build that? And and yeah, it, it came down to to just rhythm, just just being pr- kind of clever with with rhythm arrangement. Yeah. Um. So that you know, with with the pianos on sundown and um, the same with self divide and stuff like that. It was it was using the acoustic instruments and stuff like that to be able to to make it feel as though it's it's quick despite the fact that they're actually quite slow tempo yeah uh, which which is like, very like, interesting yeah, yeah it was yeah. cool and, and like that was that was definitely a challenge like like having to think about that was yeah that was it it, it, it was just something like when yeah when i when i was originally considering the approach to, to the arrangement and stuff it was like immediately you just go electric guitar bass drums yeah. immediately yeah. in keys and that's what I wanted to stay away from, and that was the challenge: was how am I gonna take it to 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 a different place to, to be able to create the same the same type of soundscape, but with a completely different type of arrangement. And um, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Well, before we hear one more chance, uh, play us out. Where can people find your music and Instagram and stuff? Yeah, cool. So um, on all the socials, it's uh, at underscore Collins James. Right. Um, James Collins is apparently a, a really popular name. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, for that, Mum. Uh, but yeah, um, and then yeah, it's just James Collins on all streaming services. Um, that's YouTube, SoundCloud, as well as sort of Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Tidal, and all that. Well, thank you very much for coming on. I've thank you so thoroughly much enjoyed me. it. Yeah. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, follow us on Instagram at the underscore Ryan sort Collective, on Facebook and Twitter at TRC Collective. And if you have any suggestions on any artists you want on or specific content or professionals or any subjects you want us to, to talk about, email us at trc.therightcollective at gmail.com. Also, if you're listening this to this on SoundCloud or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, subscribe like leave us a rate do any do everything all the any 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 feedback is good feedback to be honest we just we want to improve this to the best of our abilities again thank you for coming on Cheers, man. and this is one more chance from james collins ep room see you later bye-bye if only man, i was alone no one regret 
things that I had done and now it seems that we're apart. Spending time giving our hearts to one aside with no disregard to one my One more. 